Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, mimicking me over here. Mimicking? Travis McQueen. Travis McQueen. Over here, mocking me. There you go. That's a little easier word to say. Yeah, it is. I have no room to talk. Which one was it? Were you mocking me or mimicking me? Mocking. You'd have to actually say a word to mimic me, right? I don't know. I have no idea. He was lipping. 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 I was copying. Yeah, well, it's just podcast. <laughs> what are we doing today? Uh, we are going to do a topic, a top three reasons topic. Um, a mindset topic? Yep. Speaking of mindset, this is a, so this is a Monday mindset episode, correct? Sure. I feel like we haven't done a mindset Monday in a while. Yeah. Right? Not used to this. But... Sponsor of these Mindset Monday podcasts, the one and only Giant Lifting. So I do. I want to give a good shout out for two reasons. Number one, they are so gracious to allow us to invade their space next month, this month as you're listening to this. So we are officially taking over some of their space. And congratulations to them for expanding. Um, point being, the reason they're expanding is because they are one of the top companies when it comes to this stuff. So guys, if you want affordable, and durable, high quality fitness equipment. Make sure you head over to giantlifting.com. They are expanding, which means they're getting more and more product, Um, not only stocking up more of what they already have, but they're actually creating new stuff. I got to go over there the other day, and they were telling me about some of the stuff that they're creating, some of the new distribution ideas, and even some customization things that they're potentially doing in the future. Um, Really, really cool, exciting stuff when it comes to the fitness equipment industry. So definitely check them out, guys. Their Instagram is giant at uh, or no, it's at giant underscore lifting and their website is giantlifting.com and you can you save 5% on your shipping and handling with uh, TCM5, but it's already cheaper than some of the top companies because, well, they just outdid them a little bit. So highly recommended. Our gym is fully stocked with that stuff. Um, so I wanted to give a quick plug to them and then we're going to dive into a mindset topic, which we haven't done a lot of lately because we've been going uh, pretty strong on the series. Yep. We've been doing the program design series, um, obviously getting back into some of the interviews. We have a long list of people that we're plugging into my calendar for interviews, which I'm excited about. So um, quick favor to ask of you guys, if you have anybody you want to see on the podcast that you've heard on other shows that you don't think gets enough attention on shows, um, let us know. We want uh, good guests, though. Don't just throw your your best friend out uh, as a recommendation. Not that I don't want to hear your best friend's voice, but we're looking for really high-quality guests that have experienced podcasting, have experienced speaking and educating, um, and we have a good list, so we're filling up. So, um, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Though. We want to hear what you guys want to hear. So you can click the Ask Boom Boom link in the description of this podcast, which you can ask us a question from, but you could also drop your interview suggestion so we can get an insight into who you want to hear on the show. Um, today's topic, I can't remember off the top of my head, so Travis, can you fill Yeah, let's in? get right into it. We got topic today is the top three, well, maybe not top, just generically three reasons to stop giving a shit what people think. And then along with that, what actions to take. Yeah, and I think this is important because I think this actually cripples a lot of people from taking action, Yeah, realistically. And, and I get it. I mean, at the end of the day, I actually have a funny take on this. I think there's actually, if this is almost contradicting to the title of the podcast, but we wanted to create this podcast when we were coming up with ideas because there are a lot of people who get crippled by the judgment of others, right? They don't do things. They don't take action because they're so worried about what other people think. And then there's the people on the opposite end of the spectrum 
who literally tell you, you should not care at all what anybody thinks ever. And I actually think that's incorrect as well. Because if I literally didn't give a flying fuck what you thought at all about me, I feel like that wouldn't be a good, suitable perspective or move on my end. You're an employee and a best friend of mine. If I didn't give a shit at all, I probably wouldn't be a good leader or a good friend. Fair to say? Absolutely. If I didn't give a shit what my wife and daughter thought of me, I probably wouldn't show up as the best version of myself. So I, I don't want people to take this quite so literally. However, I think there's people in your life you have to audit and determine if you should give a shit what they think. And a lot of times it comes down to whether or not they judge or place judgment or make you feel like you have to place judgment on yourself about things that you care about and what you want in life. So if I'm pursuing a fat loss goal, if I'm pursuing a fitness goal, if I'm pursuing my business goal, if I'm pursuing a new skill or whatever, and somebody around me makes me feel insecure about it, somebody makes me feel um, obsolete, somebody makes me feel stupid for wanting to do this or embarrassed about it, that's a problem. Because I'm trying to do something to better myself. And any individual who I should care about what they think will not judge me for what I want in my life. Whether that is fitness or relationships or business or skills or anything in life. If you want to pursue something and it's for a good reason and somebody in your life who you care about and equally cares about you, you should be able to tell them what you're doing and they shouldn't place judgment on you. Because the reality is if they actually care about you, they wouldn't do that. It's the people usually that that place judgment that one don't really give a shit about you so this might show you who's should or shouldn't be in your circle but also it's people that aren't really involved in your life anyway most of the time people are afraid of what people think when it's a big event and there's people that you don't know people that see you out in public people that are on instagram people that uh, see something on facebook or whatever you don't even know them right this is where i always crack up when i'm in a public place my mom used to do this to me all the time. Shannon does this sometimes. Um, but like, almost like, shh, or like, or like whisper something. And I'm like, who cares? Like, we're not saying anything harmful, like in public, if you're talking too loud. Or like, even uh, I would be in my own house and I would say something or a curse word, like just say fuck or shit or something like that. And like, like, shh. Like, don't be so, and I'm like, nobody is here. Nobody can hear you. You know what I mean? But that's where if you go into public and you're constantly worried about what everybody thinks, I think it becomes an issue because yeah. now you're misrepresenting who you are as an individual and you're not doing things that you should be doing for yourself because you're so worried about the people around you when 75% of the people around you, you don't even know. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, especially in today's world, especially in somebody in my situation with like Instagram, stuff like that, obviously if, if you're you know, I'm not a bad person, so I don't worry about it too much. But if I was worried about what every single person who saw my Instagram post was going to think, I would never post on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I post things that sometimes people don't like, you know, and it's usually diet related. So it's like, calm down. Don't take it so seriously. But if I was so worried about the comments or the people trolling and stuff like that, I would never post. And if I never posted, I wouldn't be helping as many people, you know, so I think my main takeaway of this little short rant before we get into these bullets is, is that you should care about what people think about you if it's the people that matter most to you. You should not care about what people think about you if it's the people you don't even know or they don't really impact your life in a significant way because they're not in your inner circle, they're not in your workplace, they're not on your team, they're not a client or a friend or a family or anything like that because that's just going to slow you down for no reason. You're delaying action, you're delaying success due to somebody's judgment or thought who you will never see again. That's not okay. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Don't um, which is why we want to get in this. But there's three things that we outlined, um, not in any particular order. 
All right. So the first bullet point is their opinions are short-lived. Your sh- your well, shots. Your thoughts are ongoing. So their their opinions are short-lived, and your thoughts are ongoing. It's mm. a good one. This is like uh, shoot like out weighing out. Uh, I, I think uh, the same perspective on like risk versus regret. So like taking a risk, short-lived. It's uncomfortable, but it's short-lived. You do it, fall on your face, shit, that sucked. Or you do it, you win, you're great. You regret not making that decision and wondering what if is going to last forever. Yeah, um, It's the same thing with this. When somebody judges you, it is extremely short-lived. They judge you for a moment. Their, their thoughts, their hatred, whatever they place on you, that feeling they give you is short-lived, but your thoughts are going to keep lingering on. You know, if somebody, even if like we, if we discuss somebody blatantly saying something to you or judging you or making you feel insecure or, or bad about something you're doing. Um, a, a common, not so uh, aggressive situation would be you go out to a, an event, a family dinner or something like that, or a work dinner. And you see somebody that you haven't seen in a while, see somebody that you see once in a blue moon, whatever. And they give you shit because you're the only one not drinking a beer. They give you shit because you're the only one that didn't order hot wings and you order a salad instead. Cause you're trying to lose weight or whatever. They're going to say that drink another beer, forget they said it, go home, forget you were even there. Yeah. You're going to think about what they said to you and how you felt for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. But even worse, you're really going to think that consistently if you give in and have a beer and get a burger because of what they said. Totally. Now you're going to fuck up your diet. It's probably going to lead to a string of bad habits and then you're going to have to get back on track. And then weeks and weeks down the road when you finally get your shit back together, if it does domino effect like that, which often it does, you're going to think back about that one asshole that said something to you and they're going to completely forget about that what happened. So just remember when somebody comments on your post, when somebody says something to you, when somebody makes you feel a certain way, it is extremely short-lived. It does feel like shit, but they say something to you and it's gone in their mind. They don't, it's not like a deep-rooted, like evil thing that they need to say to you that they've been thinking about or anything. It's just something that comes out, they give you shit, it's done most of the time, and you're going to keep lingering on that. And again, that's the same thing with risk or challenge or, or taking action. It's uncomfortable, but it's a temporary feeling. The feeling of regret, of not trying, of not taking action, of not pushing through, taking the risk, uh, doing the challenge, whatever it may be, you're going to live with that regret for a long period of time. So you need to erase or eliminate getting emotional, honestly, about what people say when it's something that puts you down or is placing judgment on you. Because it's, it's usually, and I think there's probably a bullet on this, so I don't want to dive down this rabbit hole too much, but it's usually probably their own fucking insecurity that they're throwing at you. Um, so I'll pause there just in case the next two bullets, because I can't remember what they are before, we get, before I go on a rant discussing those ones. But in general, just remember that this is a temporary thing for them. Yeah. When somebody makes you feel that way, when somebody places judgment on you, when somebody says something, um, even the feeling, like even your feeling is temporary. So this is like, this is true with, sadness, anger, cravings, uh, binging, all that kind of stuff. It is a temporary feeling. Now, if you're battling with depression, that is something completely different with, with, from what I'm talking about. And this is not a podcast to try to diagnose something like that. It's a much more serious conversation to have. But most of the cases in the situations when we're talking about judgment in general and the way judgment makes you feel or the fear of judgment, it's all temporary. Very, very short. But the results that you could achieve, the, the habits and discipline and, and um, actions and routines and all these things that you can establish by avoiding or, or ignoring the emotions associated with that judgment, that stuff lasts forever. So you have to ignore that temporary feeling so that you can move forward and keep seeing progress long term. Mm. 
Totally. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if that <clears throat> that other bullet point is in here, but I think you can tie it in with some of these other ones okay. better than that one. So the uh, bullet point number two is their credibility determines the the value of their opinion. Mm. I could definitely tie it in better to this one. So what I was getting ready to say is basically like, you know, if if somebody gives you shit for eating healthy, for chasing your goals, for um, doing your own thing, whatever, for for anything – it's, it's an insecurity. I've talked to people who are, who are coaches who yeah. family and friends have given them shit because it's like, oh, you're just, it's just a hobby. Oh, that's cute. Like you just have like, you know, this coaching jobs, online coaching. They don't get it because um, it's a newer career path, right? And it's a lot of people, it's like a hobby. Yeah. Um, and, and the people I'm talking about actually, you know, got serious about it and, and fully transparent on our team. So, you know, it's a career and it's way more than a hobby, so much so that they're able to buy a house and have mortgage payments and all those kind of things. I'm sure, and now, I'm sure they're not the only ones. No, not at all. Absolutely. Um, but I had this specific conversation with that individual. And later on, it was kind of like the person coming back to them and going, holy shit, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But totally. it really bugged this person for a long time. And, it, and, it's, and it's this, really what I think it stems from is an insecurity. So this person probably got stuck in a career that they didn't love because they thought they had to, and they never had the courage to really go chase what they wanted to chase. And because of that, they ended up putting people down who did go out and do their own thing and chase what they love and made something out of it. Because why? Because their success in being able to do that made this person feel insecure and belittled, which sucks, right? It's sad, but it's not okay for that person to put the successful person down just because they did it versus them, yeah. you know? Um, and, and I don't like, and, and, and it is hard because I've had people in my life that do that too. And I know it's out of that. So I don't get angry at it anymore. Somebody shared this with me and I realized this. And, and when people would kind of like give me shit back in the day, nobody does anymore. I would, I would remember in my mind just being like, Oh, I kind of feel bad for you because I knew in my mind, it's like, man, you're saying this out of your own insecurity and jealousy because you didn't have the courage to go do something like this. Cause it is, it takes risks to do this, yeah. you know? Um, so I feel bad for you because you don't like what you're doing. And so because you have envy towards what I'm doing, which I love, you're trying to put me down. You're a crab in a bucket, you know, and it's unfortunate, but you got to understand that. And that's why this whole credibility thing ties in well is because if somebody's putting you down, measure up their credibility behind the statement. Like if they're judging you, what right or credibility or position do they have over you that allows them to judge you in that way? Probably don't. No. Look at their history. Audit what is up with them. And that's why I, like, I stopped getting worked up about that because I would be able to analyze and look at somebody and go, oh, shit, that sucks, man. But you know what I mean? Because yeah. now I'm like, oh, you're credibly sucks because you hate what you do. And that's why you're doing this. You know, it's your, you deflecting. If, if they're just as, just as successful or happy, I mean, it shows that they're not going to do that to you. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they understand that. And this is this even – I can relate to this in a standpoint of – I've had this conversation with, with uh, Shannon, and it's funny. And I wasn't a bully, so I never, like, like I wasn't, like, the bully picking on kids by any means. Um, but I made fun of my friends way more than I do today. Yeah. Like, I don't like making fun of my friends. I think it's, like, because, like, now I think of it, I'm like, man, I feel really bad if I make fun of you. That's fucked up. Like, we all joke with each other, but not, like, digs, right? And I remember, like, fucking digging. And even, like, people who... We were like associates, like even kind of make fun of you or like pick it. Like I think about it now, I'm like, man, that's fucked up. Like, how could I do that? Was well, because I was an insecure person or yeah, I, I immature, young, 
also immature too. Also. But but there was also young people that weren't doing that. What do you mean? People our age when you were kids, oh, yeah. not doing that because they were. I mean, maybe not because they're in, insecure, but well, I can a lot think, of a lot I, of. I can think of some of my friends who didn't ever do that. Yeah, and they were you know varsity athletes, good grades. Like we joke around, but they never like really like degraded. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I remember doing that sometimes, and now thinking about it, I was like, man, I was I was always shitty grades. Like I did play varsity soccer, but I was in and out due to injuries and getting in trouble and stuff, and I was overweight. It was a way for me to deflect so that the attention or poking or degrading didn't get put onto me because I was worried about that because I had a bad self-image of myself. Yeah. And that's common, you know? So a lot of times, again, this is this is the whole credibility thing. It's a deflection mechanism. People deflect. This is also why this is for a different reason because people, this isn't degrading, but this drives me crazy when you give somebody a compliment and they deflect it. Like when you're like, oh, like your hair looks great. And they're like, oh, no, like I just, yeah. you know, I don't really like the way it got set up or, oh, I love those shoes. They're like, oh, these old things or whatever. Drives me fucking nuts. Now I'll just say like, don't deflect that compliment. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. I'm telling you, like you're, you call me a liar. <laughs> I literally said it to somebody that was a client of mine, actually. She said, I was like, are you calling me a liar? And they're just like, what? I'll never forget it. Cause I, I, uh, Steve Krebs actually said this to me a long time ago. It was like, next time somebody deflects your compliment, it's an insecurity of theirs and you got to call them out. Tell them they're calling you a liar. And I thought it was the funniest thing, but then I actually did it and somebody was like, kind of took him back. And I was like, I mean, you're technically calling me a liar. Yeah. My opinion doesn't, isn't valuable. And it's, and it's like a very weird conversation to have, but I change it because it was a client. I'm like, hey, on a serious note, the reason I'm saying this is because you're deflecting this compliment because you don't value yourself enough. Like I'm telling you, you look great and you're deflecting because you don't see it, but you need to see it. Like you still have an insecurity. Yeah. And we need to fix that. Other standards or, or expectations are different than yours for their own body. Yeah. For good or be, for better or worse. Yeah. Because I think this Did too, you though, say that it, I think expectations and acceptance are different, right? Because my expectations for myself are way higher than I'm at right now. Sure. But I still accept myself. If somebody tells me a compliment, okay. I accept it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have confidence and self-belief. Um, but it is a, it's, a, it's a trick for people. And I always tell people, like, the more you deflect compliments, the less... Um, self, it goes back to what we were talking about with self-doubt versus self-belief, totally. right? The more you deflect compliments, the, the less self-belief you have, and the more self-doubt you have. So I challenge many clients. Next time somebody gives you a compliment, say, thank you. You agree in some way. Nobody's ever going to be offended. Yeah. Somebody says, Harry, like, thank you. I love it too. Like she did really good this time. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you know what I mean, yeah, totally. I know. Well, only reason I say that is because if, if you do say that and specifically in this industry and do a client, but if you say that to somebody like, Hey, you know, your measurements are showing or you're looking better or something like, yeah, I don't know about that. No, you know, that's their opinion that saying deflecting that is not saying you're a liar. They're saying, I look at it. I don't see that. It I look at it different. Liar is it extreme. Okay. I, 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 I totally agree with the deflecting I've, because they're, they're not seeing that self image. Yeah. And I, and I, I've never said liar via email. So, cause it's more, of, it's more of like a, it's a funny thing to say in order to get somebody to turn their head. Yeah. You know, it's like, totally. oh, I love your hair. And they deflect you and you say, I keep using hair as an example, but yeah. And they say, they say, ah, oh, no. And I'm like, are you calling me a liar? They like go, what? And they like kind of turn their totally. head. And it's just a way to keep the conversation going. And to explain what, why. Exactly. Totally. Um, I love it. But I do think that's a deflection. Now the, the credibility thing is different because what I'm just going over isn't judgment, maybe some self judgment, but credibility in general is just saying like, if somebody puts me down for something that they have no credibility behind, why should I listen to that? Why should I let them get to me? Somebody or puts care. Or, that's 
I, I totally agree. With you. Yeah, I'm it's just, it's logic over emotion, right? Totally. And I think that's where you got to go. It's human nature, but it's hard. It's easier said than done because you can't. It, it, for a lot of people, they can't just immediately think of that. But if you run through these scenarios yes. and these questions in your head yes. over time, you begin to hear somebody says judgment, somebody texts you something, somebody comments on a picture or says something to you. Instead of you getting worked up, you're allowed. You're you're able to stop, look at it, kind of uh, compartmentalize, process, look at it, and go you know what? They have no credibility to judge me on this. They're not doing this. They don't know what this is like. Yeah. They haven't been, they haven't even tried this, you know, they want to, but yeah. again, envy leads to judgment yeah. and insecurities obviously. But, um, yeah, check somebody's credibility. Totally. All right, cool. Let's get to the, uh, third point is happiness is developed internally, not externally. Yeah. So love that. I would say the same for motivation too. Um, motivation can be sparked externally, but it should be driven internally. And happiness comes from within, not outside. Because the easiest way for me to describe this is, and a lot of people can probably relate to this or at least understand in a way to be able to relate to the idea of it. If I'm striving to lose weight because I want this person to notice me and give me a compliment, by the time that first person finally notices and gives me a compliment, I'm going to be massively disappointed. It is not going to be worth it. Hmm. So if you're chasing, chasing, chasing acceptance, permission, uh, validation. compliments, validation, perfect word, from somebody, and then they finally give it to you, you're going to be let down. Because what they say or believe, again, it's temporary. Yeah. And it's not going to create happiness within There's you. No you credibility. Know? No. And this is where, like, I made that post. A lot of people like this one. I said, uh, uh, like, finally achieving visible abs isn't going to make you happy. But getting visible abs is going to be a hell of a lot easier to achieve if you become happy first. Right? You need to accept who you are. You need to be happy with yourself. Accept your body, your body image. All those things first. Chase health. Feel good about yourself. The journey to getting abs is going to be way a lot easier. Because, number one, you might realize, yeah, I don't really give a shit about abs. Number two, if you do really care about abs, you finally are in a place where you're doing it for you, not for acceptance or validation from anybody else. So happiness, success, all that stuff, it's defined by you personally, and it all stems from within you. So you can't do things based on prior judgment of others or future positive judgment of others, which would mean I'm doing this so that these people accept me in their circle, or these people think more of me, or this person will finally like me, right? Um... I even thought about this uh, a long time ago with money and my dad. And the reason I thought about it like this, and I'm sure people can relate to this too. Um, I remember hearing a podcast that sparked this and made me realize I was doing it. But I remember essentially chasing financial success because I thought that's what was like going to get my dad to be like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. you know. And I kept not getting, I'm proud of you. Because my dad didn't, it's not that he didn't care. He, he wants me to be successful, but... That's not what he was going to be like. I'm so proud of you that you made six figures, Cody. Like you, you made it, you know, yep. you did it. I, I remember getting my first house, first person I sent a picture to, the response was not exciting at all. <laughs> um, when I got uh, my Beamer, first BMW, first like luxury car that I bought on my own and everything, um, first new luxury car, sent him a picture. His response was like, oh, cool, you got gray? I was like, you fucking, I was, I'll never forget that response. I had like a bow on it. I was so stoked. I was like, really? Gray? The color? You're not going to say like, damn, that's a BMW? Yeah. Um, Good work, son. Yeah. Third, third house, nope. same thing. Like I kept doing it. And I remember, I remember uh, 
trying to chase that. And then I, re- I heard somebody else talk about their like financial, uh, their relationship, their negative relationship with money and how it stemmed from their dad. And I was listening to it and I was like, their situation was pretty bad, but it made me kind of reflect and look at my actions and be like, oh shit, now I get it. And I remember standing on the deck of my new house with my dad. Um, I was just showing him the fireplace. We're standing out there and we looked inside and he looked at, Shannon was holding Blakely and Blakely was like poking her face or something. And my dad looked at me and said, I'm proud of you and started tearing up. And like, nothing had anything to do with money. Yeah. It was him seeing my family. Yeah. Right. And how happy they were. And it was like, there it is. When I finally stopped looking for it. Totally. You know what I mean? But the reason I got it is because I was focusing on the right things. And so the point of this little story is that if I kept chasing a paycheck to get acceptance from my dad, which stemmed from the fact that my dad wasn't around a lot when we were really young because he worked a lot. And I thought if I made a lot of money, he would be proud of me or he would think like I'm better or whatever he was doing. Exactly. And he now tells me today, like he regrets so much not being around because he works so fucking much. Um, And the money wasn't worth it because he ended up losing a lot and throwing a lot of away because he didn't care about that. He just wanted time with his kids. Um, Kind of got to live through it yourself to realize, I guess, you know, Um, I didn't take it to the extreme that he did. But uh, point being is, is you can't chase, any type of goal because of other people. Like that's not going to make you happy. You have to find your own happiness within you. And the people who really care about you, they're only going to be truly happy for you when they see that you're happy yourself. Mm. Same reason why if you lose 50 pounds, you look stick thin and you're miserable and you're not having fun and you're always cranky. You think your family's going to be proud of you for losing weight? No, they're going to be like, damn, you were a hell of a lot more fun when you're 50 pounds heavier. I don't even like being around you anymore. Yeah. You're cranky. You don't go out to eat with us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just skip family events to go to the gym. Like, you're so inflexible with everything, which I've done that too. You have to find happiness within you. Now, if being a competitive bodybuilder and living that lifestyle makes you happy, that's a different story. But I can guarantee you when you're around those people, they're not going to look at you and be like, God, you're miserable. This sucks. They're yeah. going to be like, damn, you're really happy doing this. Yep. I'm glad you found something you love. But again, it always stems from within. So don't chase happiness. Don't chase success. Don't chase weight loss. Don't chase any of that for the validation or positive judgments of others because the positive judgment won't come until you have a positive acceptance and happiness internally for yourself, totally. of yourself. Yep. Awesome, man. Let's, uh, so I know we've talked about those three things, but let's uh, talk about what actions to take when experiencing some of these things. So do you want to go one by one or do you just want me to name them? There's four. Of uh, the action steps? Yep. I'll, yep. Uh, I'll just name them here. It's find better accountability, writing your personal goals, admit to who and what you want to compare to, and remove bad influences. I love that. Um, okay, so find better accountability was number one, right? Yep. Plain and simple. We're humans. We need accountability. Yep. So um, whether that is family, friends, sometimes that's just being honest with people. So maybe you can't afford a coach, but you're trying to accomplish goals and you're not telling anybody about it. Go tell your families and friends about it. Tell people around you, post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, do something. We talk a lot about this on the podcast. Obviously the best way to do it is hire a coach because financially and being invested and hiring somebody who is literally a professional at keeping people accountable is probably the safest and most guaranteed way to go. But in general, you need accountability. Um, second one was goals, writing down your goals. Yep. So writing down your goals, obvious, you need a plan, right? You need to have a North star or a direction to take. Things are going to change as you go through your journey, of course, but if you don't have a North star or an end goal or a finish line, 
you don't know which direction you're going. You literally don't have a map. So you have to have some kind of outcome or goal, excuse me, that you're working towards so that you can continually move forward. And a lot of this comes back to what I was saying before is setting those goals based on what you personally want. So what I tell people often is sit down with a journal and write down your goals without any judgment or any uh, thought process about other people. Don't think about what people will think. Don't pe- think uh, if you accomplish these goals, don't think about what people will think if you fail these goals. Don't think about what people will think if you tell them these goals. Don't think about anybody. Don't mm. think about the consequences. Don't, don't think about the responsibilities of keeping up with the goal if you achieve it. All you want to think about is what would make you happy? What is the version of yourself you want to achieve? What is the goal at hand that really matters to you? Just write that down with no judgments or other thoughts and start there, mm. right? Worry about all the other shit down the road, but you need to put that down on paper so you have that full transparency before attacking your goal. Um, number three was... Admit who and what you compared to. Yeah, so a lot of times people will admit that comparison is bad, but they won't admit who they compare to, mm. right? They, they rarely will have that open, honest conversation. Um, and I also think you should, you should admit your own insecurities as well. May not even have to be a specific or singular person. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, like in an industry like this, it 100%. could be a category of people. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, specific athletes, specific models, specific pictures, specific styles, specific yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Lifestyles, anything. Um, but you have to admit and own up and become aware. And you can just do it to yourself at first. But write down all those people. Um, also write down the things around you that make you think about those things. Write down the, the, the aspects of yourself, or your life, your habits, your attitudes, your actions, your routines, anything that you don't like right now. A lot of people ignore that because it's kind of painful to sit there and see and pick apart what you don't like. And I don't want you to do this in a hateful way toward yourself. But if you can't own up, admit, and become aware of what you don't like in your current day-to-day life or with your current body, your current mindset, your current goals, current career, anything, can't change it. You have to admit first that you don't like this, right? That's how my whole fat loss journey started. I looked at myself in the mirror and I finally admitted to myself, like, dude, you're not in a healthy place. Like, why are you overweight? Why are you doing this to yourself? And until then, I just deflected and ignored it. I didn't weigh in. I never looked in the mirror like that. I never tried to avoid taking pictures. I acted like I didn't care, right? I made fun of it. But until I actually owned up to myself and was like, no, dude, it's okay to admit, like, I'm not happy with this. That's when I created change because I finally admitted it, right? That's releasing the shackles and being able to move forward. Um, So doing that and then auditing your environment and your circle. Because look, if you're comparing yourself to a category of of people or careers or styles or lifestyles or um, financial um, targets or whatever – and you go to your Instagram and your whole feed is full of those people, you're living in your comparison. Yeah. No wonder you compare yourself all the time or feel bad about yourself because you're watching all this stuff that makes you feel like shit. So unfollow all those people. Unfollow the things that make you compare yourself to them. Unfollow the things that make you feel down about yourself. But again, it starts with awareness. It starts accountability. Yeah, exactly. And usually you need accountability from somebody to tell you to do this too. Um, Yeah, so number four... That was it. That was it. Remove bad influences. Oh, there you go. So um, those are the action steps, guys. Those are the three kind of just random thoughts on judgment. I think judgment is a serious problem. And uh, everybody can overcome it. I think at the end of the day, like the most powerful thing in this podcast is really just like your goals are your goals. You know, your happiness is your happiness. Your success is defined by you. Um, And until you get comfortable with who you are, what you want, and, and own up to that and admit it and write it down and become aware of it, 
You can't create that. So eliminate everything that's not allowing you to do that. Absolutely. Cool, guys. Well, we'll uh, talk to you on Wednesday. Deuces. Cheers.